This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. Looking at our crops, I've never seen them look healthier and cleaner, at least before leaving on vacation. You have to really look to find weeds here. Yet a headline read, Off the Charts Chemical Shortages Hit Farms. I buy all of the chemicals when I buy fertilizer before the first of the year and have a reliable supplier. These shortages must be regional as there's no sign of any crop impact here in northwest Iowa. Successful Farming Magazine quoted farmers in Indiana and Tennessee who are shorted on chemicals and changing cropping plants. They say farmers are turning to spraying less herbicide and using less effective fungicides, but again, if that is true, there's no sign of it in crop condition here. Buying early got the best price for chemicals, too, as the cost of glyphosate liberally jumped 50%. There was no increase in U.S. planted acreage to crops, so demand did not increase, just the price and profits for manufacturers. A lot of farmers here stuck with dicamba on soybeans because it was cheaper. BASF and Bayer have supply chain concerns for the raw materials. They say shortages will extend into next year. Our family says that they have no issues with crop inputs this year. We did have an issue with the derecho bending corn, but Ohio State, yes, Ohio, says if stocks bending takes place before pollination, that there is little effect on yield. I hope that works for Iowa, too. We may have seen 1% green snap. That varies by variety, too. We were lucky to get recent Ridge Rider rains before it heated up, and the dome includes us. We have subsoil moisture reserves, and we'll use them. The headlines of the next subject varied. The Wall Street Journal headline was, Biden seeks to block new offshore drilling in the Atlantic and Pacific. Another headline approached the same story is that Biden opens up more drilling in the Gulf of Mexico and Alaska. The net would be that oil companies get more places to drill. About 15% of current oil production is sourced offshore. The administration is not a proponent of fossil fuels, but is an opponent of inflation. Hard to control one while creating a shortage of the other from a supply perspective. Congress limited offshore leases near Florida, and Floridians oppose them too. It is still fracking with crude oil near $100 a barrel that tops the most cost-effective way to develop oil. Obama put the primary limits on offshore imports. Trump proposed opening them back up again. And Biden is being pressed in both directions. A Biden executive order does not issue a total ban on all existing and future fracking operations. His plan stops new fracking opportunities on federal land. We need water as much as we do oil, and Canada has both. Actually, Alaska has both if the infrastructure to get it here existed. Side-by-side oil and water pipelines would be cost-efficient. Tariffs imposed by the previous administration transferred some inflation from China to the United States. Biden criticized the tariffs but has not acted to end them. As such, having gone this far into his administration, they are now his tariffs too. He is torn between helping Chinese eliminating tariffs and the political criticism that would come with that action discouraging the businesses to return manufacturing back onshore. Business is going to make things where they are the most cost effective. Some businesses will leave China and move closer to the United States, such as Mexico. Biden administration indecision on tariffs typifies how they handle many issues. China is struggling with inflation, as are we, 
So now would seem to be the time to add to their problem in less than hours by removing tariffs. China had double-digit inflation, which is now coming down to just 2.5% in June by their numbers, which was COVID lockdown related. Our inflation was, by contrast, 9.1%. Chinese tariffs reportedly add three-tenths of a percent to U.S. inflation, an incremental amount, but still something. Eliminating tariffs would lower costs here and boost inflation there. What China has typically done to tamp down inflation is to import much more stuff to increase supply available there. They have not complied with the spirit of phase one, let alone the rule it was meant to be to guide them. The U.S. focus with China shifted to their response to the Ukraine war and not the trade war with us. The largest, most costly tariffs we have now is the strong dollar. Their failure to adhere to the phase one trade agreement was another example of lack of good faith. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits. 